long ago, the heavens parted and a creature fell. While its skin was red, it was not a demon. Though its mouth was long, it was not a dragon. It landed in our realm, dusted itself, and knew one day it returned to its heavenly domain. It was Korea's politician-eating creature, the Yongno. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 148, Korea's politician-eating creature, the Yongno. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele, a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of our Legends from the Pacific Book 1 is now available, narrated by multi-award-winning voice actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks, including Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Just click the link in our show notes to purchase our audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you this unique creature. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. The Yangno are humanoid creatures with red skin and have an alligator or aardvark-like head. They're also known as BB because they play a wooden flute which makes a BB sound. So, Yangno broke a heavenly law and was banished to our realm but it is a devout Confucian follower and may return to the heavens after eating 100 corrupt Yangban, or officials. This is kind of a big deal since Confucian teachings were part of the exam required to become Yangban. This also gives us insight into how things were around this time. As stated in our previous episode, Yangban in Korea's class-based Joseon dynasty were honorable men who were military or civilian workers or aristocrats, or their descendants, who passed a national exam which included Confucian writing, then assigned to an area or city to manage. However, aristocrats eventually bought their way in, and Yangban became corrupt and abused their power. So, the Yangno would eat them. I know it may be difficult to keep track of these names, but once again, Yangno were the creatures that ate Yangban puppet theaters, and mask plays, which were plays where actors wore masks, were created about Yangno eating the local corrupt magistrate. Yangban allowed these performances because they knew it was comic relief and a way people were venting their frustrations. So the Yangno became a creature for the people. However, Yangno have been falsely depicted. You see, modern artists have illustrated Yangno as dragons, probably because dragons are cool. But eastern dragons are intelligent, water-dwelling, supremely all-powerful creatures who occasionally help mortals. So this really isn't a Yangno. 
Yangno were also labeled as demons because they were cast from the heavens, and their skin is red. But Yangno don't have demonic tendencies, they only target corrupt Yangban, follow Confucianism, and respect filial piety, specifically honoring your family's elders. The smart Yangban avoided being eaten by convincing the Yangno they were the creature's older relative. Most of our Yangno knowledge was pieced together from the puppet shows and mask plays before they were lost to time. The raging storm blew an old man into a tavern. He shook off the water, and the tavern patrons stared at him as he donned his black hat. I didn't receive any notices, a man said from the back. So I think you don't belong here. The old magistrate peered into the dark tavern and went to the voice. Excuse me? My eyes aren't as good as they were. I said I didn't receive any official notices or word from the king which means this is still my territory. An obese magistrate with a mustache sat behind an impressive spread of food. It seems your ears are as bad as your eyes, old man. The elder bowed. Please excuse my interruption of your meal. I'm on my way to the king and merely passing through. The obese magistrate raised an eyebrow. The king? He's expecting you? Yes. I only wish to stay until the storm passes. The obese magistrate smiled. Very well. The elder scanned the crowded room, then went to join the magistrate. Not with me, you fool. The obese man frowned to a group beside him. They gathered their drinks and left. The old man took their spot. A young woman brought him soup and poured him tea. The obese magistrate leered at her. She scampered into the kitchen. He lit his pipe. You report to the king often? Yes. I bet you've seen many things. I have. In fact, I encountered a Yangno before the storm. The obese official laughed. Fairy tales? What about the women? I'm sure other places have better looking ones than the cows I'm stuck with. The elder finished his tea and bowed. Thank you for your company, but I should go. Nonsense. What about the storm? It's lessened to a drizzle. The elder produced money. The plump official waved his hand. I'll ensure your debt is settled. The elder placed his money on the table. Be careful, and mind what you learned from our exams. The official laughed and raised a fresh drink. Goodbye, old man. When the official stumbled home, an unusual sound drifted in the pre-dawn air. Along the side of the road, someone in a big straw hat played a wooden flute. Why are you playing that racket for? Are you trying to wake the roosters? I like to play, the stranger said. Stop it and go home. You're giving me a headache. I'd like to, but I can't go home. I'd kick you out too with that horrible plane. I'm sorry. I started playing many years ago and figured I'd be better by now. You're not. Now stop it or I'll have you arrested. You can have me arrested? Don't you know who I am? I'm the land's greatest Yangban. The stranger stood. The faint light fell upon his red skin and glistening eyes. The official paled in the creature's shadow. Its long mouth smiled, revealing sharp teeth. You can help me home. Later that day, search parties found the Yangban's torn black hat. Everyone assumed the storm claimed him, though it stopped when he left the tavern. A younger and more considerate official replaced him, 
and the Yangno continued wandering the land. A big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members who support our mission to spread Asian and Pacific Islander cultural history and awareness. Ollie and Will Geis, Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Pua Ohenki, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story like the rare story of who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele, the return of the Hawaiian demigod brothers Kana and Nehue, and other nifty benefits. Your rewards are waiting for you, so join us as a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. The Yangno can be seen in the usual media. Unfortunately, it is depicted as an evil monster or dragon. So, what we learn? The Yangno having a modern interpretation reminds me of the Windigo. While I understand depicting the Yangno as a dragon is cool, it's kind of going against what the creature is. We are also reaching a point where the modern dragon Yangno is dominating search results. These modern interpretations may skew things for future generations, especially the Yangno, which was a creature of limited abilities instead of an all-powerful being. I also think it's interesting how the Yangno was used to vent social frustrations reminded me of how many writers used genres. Rod Serling did this through science fiction and the original Twilight Zone, while Trey Parker and Matt Stone's vehicle was animation through South Park. And finally, the Yangno's Confucian knowledge and filial piety was a big deal, because Koreans were essentially saying a creature banished from the heavens was more respectful and human than representatives of Korea's ruling class. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen to another of our episodes and supporting our mission of spreading Asian and Pacific Islander cultural history and awareness. If you haven't done so, please consider buying our book, sending us a few dollars instead of buying that morning coffee, displaying your support by buying our shirt, or sharing us with your friends and family. All these quick and easy things seem simple, but they mean the world to me, and I appreciate all you've done for our show and supporting our mission. So thank you very much, and mahalo nui loa. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and shows can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Gangsta by Lily Mayola, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Loea Kalai Aina. Loea Kalai Aina means politician. An example of Loea Kalai Aina is... In Star Wars, Princess Leia was a great Loea Kalai Aina. Once again, Loea Kalai Aina is Hawaiian for politician. Of course, the worst one was Senator Palpatine, even though he was successful. Thank you once again for listening and supporting our show. Mahalo and a hui ho!